The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSC Hawaii. Providing customer value. And now let's go to the campus of McKinley High School. Here's play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Aloha and welcome back to McKinley High School. If the first game of tonight's action was any sign of what's to come, we should be in store for quite an exciting matchup for the D1 championship game between Mililani and Lelehua. Kyle Galdera joined by Paul Brackton. Paul, as we were getting ready for this game, you know, you break down all the numbers, you look at the records, Lelehua coming in at 11-1, Mililani at 12-0. You can literally say the difference between these two teams is two points. It, you absolutely can, Kyle. Matched up just once so far this season. That came back on January 26th, and that's Lelehu's only loss in league play. They fell by two points, 52-50 in that one. Lalve Pine, 19 points, six rebounds for Mililani as they took down Lelehua. And tell you what, it's going to be important for the Mules tonight to slow down Pine. He's been somebody who's been hot all throughout the playoffs, all season long, really, for a really balanced Mililani team. And we're going to get into some of the matchups and keys to the game, but coming out of or entering this game, I alluded to our earlier game tonight, and that was the D2 championship game featuring Aiea and Kaimuki. And it looked to be a runaway early for Na'ali as they got up by 20 maybe even 22 points, and then in the second half, Kaimuki stormed all the way back. An awesome third quarter outscoring IAF 20, pardon me, 19-8, and then finishing off the comeback with a 24-12 run in the fourth to claim the D2 crown. And looking at that matchup, Paul, it's basically a big team in Kaimuki versus a small athletic team in IAF translate that matchup to what we're going to see tonight. I can look over at Mililani. They're a bit more athletic, a bit more polished. And then on the other side, Lelihua is a bit more scrappier. They have that underdog mentality. And, you know, we'll see if the Mules can kind of rise to the occasion following their overtime triumph over Kailua. Yeah, that overtime triumph over Kailua, double overtime win for the Mules. And if you listen to our friends over on OC16 and the post-game interview, you'll hear Twain Wilson. He talked about how the team switched its mindset when it came to rebounding. That is really what pushed them over the edge in that one. It's not really the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog, you know. And uh, tonight for the Mules, they're going to have to take after those Bulldogs from before and fight scrap on the glass, especially against a really tall, like you mentioned, athletic Mililani team. And then speaking of a Mark Twain quote in uh, The Size of the Dog, speaking of Twain, Twain Wilson had 31 points. That was career best in their semifinal win over Kailua. It's going to be important that he continues on his scoring rampage for the Mules. He's averaging just a hair under 19 points per contest this season. Going to need exactly that and probably more tonight against the Trojan squad that's been here before. So the table is set. It should be a fun OIA championship game coming right up. We are going to step away for just a bit, though. Stay right here. Opening tips and lineups and some more analysis. Keys to the games coming right up. This is the OIA Boys D1 championship game right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. 
Welcome back to McKinley High School. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht getting you ready for the D1 championship game here on your exclusive home for OIA Sports, OIA Sports Radio Network. And Paul, tell us about our keys to the game tonight. We have Mililani undefeated at 12-0, facing off against Lelihua at 11-1 in OIA play. And as we mentioned, the only blemish on that Lelihua record was a two-point defeat against Mililani less than a month ago. So on paper, two very evenly matched teams. A couple of teams who I'm sure have very much so been looking forward to tonight. Mililani, a phenomenal year so far, and they've been waiting to get back here. They've been here before. They lost last year against Campbell, and a lot of teams or a lot of returners from that team here tonight are going to have to act like they have been here before for the Trojans to take down Lelehua, who's going to come in really motivated to try and bounce back from their only loss in league play there. And for Mililani, it's going to be important, kind of like I mentioned for Lelehua, they need to be good on the glass. It's important for Mililani con to continue what they've done, dominate inside the paint, whether that be rebounding or the blocked shots. Tim Dorn, the sophomore, six foot six, he is so lanky, so big in the middle for the Trojans, and he really patrols the paint, throws a block party, kind of like our friends over at HPU, Matthew Van Komen, uh, kind of like that, except just, you know, eight inches shorter. Yeah, Matthew Van blocking for sure over with the Sharks. <laughs> Having a great season for the men there. But pivoting back to Mililani, you know, we, we like to mention historical notes. Mililani got by Nanakuli 60-42 to on Monday night to get to this third straight OA title game. Paul mentioned they're now going for their second crown in three years. On the flip side for Lelehua, they're looking for their first OA championship since 1988. So I think it's safe to say it's been a while. For the mules it absolutely has been a while and when you get to this point how many more things can you have stack up if you are Lelehua that is like all right it's our year it's our time they fell once before to this Trojans team they get an opportunity to face off once again you hear athletes talk about all the time how difficult it is to beat teams multiple times especially when you have the familiarity that the Trojans and the mules have with each other crosstown rivals and Tell you what, going to be an intense one here tonight as fans continue to pack into McKinley Gymnasium. Yeah, great crowd here at McKinley High School. It should be a fun atmosphere. And, of course, to have a basketball game, you need starting lineups. Let's start with the Lillehua Mules. Number one, the junior guard, Kobe Wyatt. Number two, Twain Wilson, the all-around senior leader, 18.9 points per, per game. Number five, Tyree Wilson, the junior forward. Number 23, Matias Iwani, number 12. He's a post player as well. And number 24, Joshua Simbre. He's a guard forward combo, another senior. And basically the story of that, the tale of the tape, is that Lelehua has the size advantage in this game. Lelehua is going to need to use that advantage down low as well. Mililani, a really strong unit. Timothy Dorn, we see him. He is the tallest player out there right now. Going to have to shut him down. And then the strength of Lovai Pine as well. Mentioned it before for Lelehua. Really excited for this matchup here tonight. Another banger of an OIA matchup. And tell you what, we got quite the appetizer with the D2. And you mentioned for the Trojans, Dorn, he's a starting forward, a, only a sophomore, wearing number one, Laovai Pine, the senior center. They're going to be joined by Lysedric Brown, playing a guard forward combo. Ezekiel Virtudes, a junior guard, and Roman Gabriel, a junior guard forward combo. 
he's a guy I'm really looking forward to seeing because he's obviously matured physically and he had an interesting game last year, I believe against Campbell, right, in that game we called right here on HSRN. And I think now that Gabriel's matured into that starter, one of the leaders on the team, it'll be interesting to see if he can help carry the Trojans over the finish line this time for that elusive, at least for one year, OA title. And it feels like we've been talking so much about size, size, size. I'm glad you bring up Gabriel because he's, he's still a big guard. He's a good-sized player, but he's a guy who's going to play on the outside a little bit more, a guy who can have those guard skills, the second-leading scorer on that Mililani team, and the guy who leads the team in three-point makes with 18 so far this season, or pardon me, 18 through league play, that is. So he's had a nice year as well. Going to be important for him to show up here tonight and help out his post players. Yeah, and it's important that both of these teams really bring the team approach to this OA D1 championship game. And of course, just like OA Pacific Health, they take the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. So the starting lineups are being announced officially by the Spectrum OC16 crew. Always great to be sharing the arena here at McKinley with them. A really great team over there. A lot of really nice folks who always are trying to help out. So shout out to them as they're always helping us out with our broadcasts as well. And while we have a minute or two more, Paul, let me ask you this. With Mililani essentially getting by Nanakuli relatively easily by 18, and then on the flip side, Lilihua really having a tough time with Kailua, like you said, taking a few extra periods to get the job done. Does that give Mililani a bit of an advantage, knowing even with the day's worth of rest, they have somewhat fresher legs? It's a completely fair question. It's a quick turnaround to play just, uh, what, 48, 36 hours later. And at the same time, those two extra periods, you could also argue help out Lilihua when it comes to end-of-game execution. Mililani didn't have to sweat it out against Nanakuli. Instead, now Lilihua, that was late-game moments, End of regulation, end of overtime, end of second overtime. They've been in those winning moments in the playoffs already. Can they use that experience here tonight? And as we get ready for opening tip between Lilihua and Mililani, let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to OIA Boys Basketball exclusively on HSRN. Home of the Los Angeles Clippers, KGUAM K236CR is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM760, 95.1 FM. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht with you here, just seconds away from the opening tip between Mililani and Lilihua. And handling the action tonight on the court, our third team, our referees, Dan Coda, the head ref, 16 years, his 10th OIA championship game. Daniel Matsumura, 17 years officiating. This is his fifth OIA championship game. And Gabe Harris, eight years officiating. This is his third title game. So definitely an experienced crew when it comes to referees tonight. Exactly what you want to see if you're a coach, player, fan, you get the people who really care, have been there before. I mentioned how Mililani has been here before, so if all of these officials. So referee Dan Coda talking to the players. The jump ball is up and nearly controlled by Lelehu. It's actually going to be tipped out of bounds because there was no actual control. The possession arrow will go to Lelehua. It'll be Mililani ball to start this game going from left to right. Trojans wearing their all-white unis with yellow and brown trim. A nice outlet alley-oop pass 
collected by Dorn, and Dorn dunks it home for the game's first points. Wow, what a great way to start this game, Paul. Fireworks here from McKinley just to start things off. We talked a lot about Timothy Dorn in the pregame and how he dominates down low early on, a two-handed stuff to get the first points. So Lelihua, speaking of stuffs, a big block by Dorn there. And the follow-up by Lelihua is going to be collected. Kyrie Wilson with the follow-away J tying this game at two quickly. Lelihua wearing their all-black, beautiful, almost construction yellow neon accents to that black uniform as Roman Gabriel says take that uniform I'm going to take two and put my team up four to two and this is exactly what happened just two days ago for Mililani they blitzed Nanakuli out of the gate up 11-0 and 13-3 it's important for Lelehua to answer as they do right here once again yeah nice entry pass that went from Wyatt down to Tyree Wilson he collected the ball mid-air and put it up with his left hand and the big news Tyree Wilson Seems to be favoring his right leg a bit. And luckily for him, fortunately for Lilihua, he's going to remain in the game to shoot this free throw. But we will keep an eye on that. And that sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Something else to keep an eye on. That foul goes against Roman Gabriel, the junior guard for Mililani. It's his first. Want to keep him out of foul trouble if you are the Trojans. So the free throw by Wilson, no good. We're still tied at four. 635 left in the first quarter. Spinny move by Milani. And wow, not only is the free, pardon me, the three-point shot by Timothy Dorn. Good, nothing but net. But then the foul, a potential four-point play coming up here for the Trojans. A really bad foul there by Matias Iowane there. Uh, you can't foul a jump shooter, especially when Dorn, early on, he gets that energy going with the alley-oop dunk. There, he knocks down the triple, but can't knock down the free throw. And Dorn misses the free throw, but then Mililani nearly steals it back. Fortunately for Lelihua, they break the press. Coming back the other way, nearly traveled. And up and under goes Twain Wilson. His shot no good. Up and under on the putback, that was Iwane. His shot is up and good, 7-6, to six, the Milani lead. Great extra effort there by Iwane, making up for the foul on the other end. Here's another steal. Lilihua has a three-on-one. Nice fake pass there by Tyree Wilson, but then he's going to be blocked by Milani. Loose ball, it is going to be Lilihua Paul. Lots of action early here, Paul. Excellent job getting back on defense there. Timothy Dorn, I mean, is that three blocks already? If it's not three, it's two and another affected shot. We talked about the length so much in the pregame and already making a huge impact just over two minutes into action. So Joshua Simbre will bring it in for Lilihua. 5.56 left in the first quarter. Already a 7-6 lead for Milani. Inbounds passes collected by Kobe Wyatt. You hear the chance of defense coming from the Milani supporters directly to our left at our broadcast position. Driving baseline is Simbre, kicks it off, but before he does, he steps on the baseline. Another Lelihua turnover, Mililani ball. That's something else you got to keep an eye on for the Mules. Got to take care of the ball against Mililani, especially when so early on their offense has been so efficient, creating good looks. Point guard Ezekiel Vertudes running the action for Mililani. Over to Dorn on the right wing, into the corner to Pine. Pini now drives baseline, loses the ball though. Stolen away by Wyatt. Wyatt racing down the middle. Nice pass to the 
wing, Simbre jacks the three, no good. Iwani has a rebound, up with the layup, no good, it's blocked. Back the other way goes Mililani. Trojans have numbers. Gabriel takes the three, misses it, it's gonna be rebounded. Dorn had it, but lost it, now Lelihua ball. Coming back right to left, three minutes gone in the first quarter. Another steal by Vertudis, coming back the other way for the Trojans. Up and under with the right hand, no good. Rebounded by Wyatt. Lelihua ball, we are back and forth here at McKinley. Three-pointer taken by Twain Wilson. No good off the back iron. Iowani there for the rebound. No good on the putback. Again, Trojans ball. And finally, they slow things down as Coach Garrett Gabriel calls for time. Wow. I'm glad he called that timeout. I need to catch up. I was going to say, back and forth we go. A breakneck pace to start things out. 7-6 the lead for Mililani over Lilehua. And tell you what, it could be a lot more points on the board for either side. Both or both teams missing some good looks here early on. Yeah, we saw that in the D2 championship. Both squads, including more so Kaimuki, with a bunch of missed close-range shots. And I wonder if the you know, TV game, they're here on radio, of course, with us. If, if maybe the pressure is kind of ratcheting up the nerves a bit, and maybe that's leading to some of these missed opportunities. And that's something you see oftentimes with players as well. And uh, both of these teams not necessarily led by a complete senior lineup on either side. So both of them taking a little bit of time to settle in, big-time nerves, big-time. It's because they care. It's a championship game. It'd be a little weird if you didn't show some nerves here in the first quarter. So coming out of the timeout, Mililani ball up 7-6, 4.30 left to go. Lilihua almost had another steal, but the player making that steal, Twain Wilson, stepped out of bounds. So it'll be Trojans ball, 22 on the shot clock. And I mention that because for those of you just tuning into high school basketball for the first time this year, they have implemented the shot clock across the board, boys and girls in the high school level, which is good for the game, I think, because it basically eliminates any stall tactics by a team that gets up by any margin. It, it just helps the game have a better flow, pace, rhythm. Overall, it, it betters the product, and plus, that's how you play in college. And another turnover, this one committed by Mililani. Trapped in the corner was LeCedric Brown. Great defense by the Mules. They get the ball back with 4.20 to go here in the first quarter. Back into the game for Mililani, Ezekiel Vertudes, who uh, had a quick break on the bench there. He's not a big scorer for the Trojans, but he does everything else. He's already got a couple of steals here and a nice pass, uh, the alley-oop to Dorn to start things out. Yeah, good call there by you as Twain Wilson has it for Lilihua over to Ioane. Uh, back and forth it goes, Twain <laughs> passing back to Ioane, looking for an opening. Tristan Stevens just checked in. He has it for Lilihua. And now back out to Kobe Wyatt. Wyatt dribbles at the left. Now passes to Ioane. Looking for an opening. Now going baseline. But another Dorn block. And he barks to his fans. Get that out of here. Wow. He's brought the stuff tonight. That's for sure. What a block by Dorn. Showing off the athleticism and instincts on the defensive end. And with three seconds left on the shot clock, we're going to have a timeout on the court. Let us catch our breath a bit, and we'll be back with more. An exciting one so far. Mililani over Lilihua, 7-6, halfway through the first quarter. You're listening to OA Boys Basketball, the D1 Championship, exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht back here live on a Wednesday night hump day and Valentine's Day. Aloha to everyone listening in. And as we mentioned with Kaimuki earlier, the winner of this game trying to create their own love story as they try to secure that OAD1 championship. Mililani with the slim 7-6 lead over Lelehua. And as we predicted, Paul, it's any team's game right now is a back and forth kind of seesaw affair. A lot of turnovers, a lot of missed shots, but also great defense, especially Timothy Dorn, the block party all by himself. Patrolling the paint indeed, Timothy Dorn, the sophomore center, just throwing anything and everything out of his uh, his orbit. He's done an excellent job here as the Trojans lead 7-6. And nice defense on the inbounds pass by Milani. It'll be Lelihua ball, but only two seconds left on the shot clock, so we'll see what the Mules have drawn up. Wyatt brings it in. And he finds a wide-open Stevens who misses the shot. And before he takes the shot, it's going to be a shot clock violation. Milani ball. So far, keeping it with the love story of things. If you are a Mililani fan, you have to love this defense so far, holding the Mules to just six points through half the quarter. And even more impressive, Twain Wilson scoreless so far through over four minutes of play. 3.30 left to go. Dorn takes a three, probably ill-advised. He airballs it, rebounded by Lilihua. Quickly back the other way. I think Twain Wilson heard you as he tries to sprint ahead for the layup. Goes off his knee out of bounds, but I believe... It will remain with the Mules. Excellent job there by Davin Joseph from Mililani to get back and tip it from behind and knock it out, allow the Trojans to reset their defense here. So Lilihua brings it in. Kobe Wyatt controls it up top. Looking for a screen, gets it. Jackson, NBA level three, no good. Rebounded by Dorn. Dorn passes up to Vertudes, running the point for the Trojans. Into the corner, faking a three is Davin Joseph and now stolen away again here comes the sprinting Twain Wilson and finally gets his first points putting Lelihua up eight to seven three minutes left to go in the first quarter what we've seen already on the defensive end for Twain Wilson is a big reason why he's able to average nearly 19 points per game he's gotten two three steals not to mention a couple more deflections early on here gets him out in transition Mililani just doing a nice job getting back that time they couldn't yeah, Dorn now handing it off to Vertudes. Drives into the paint, then kicks it out to Lauvai Pine. Pine back to Vertudes. Vertudes driving through the lane, but steps out of bounds. Again, bothered by the rugged Lelihua defense. Another turnover. We'll see if Lelihua can add to its 8-7 lead. I also want to bring this up. Uimuti doing an excellent job staying on his feet right there. The six foot six junior center for the Mules could have gone up, jumped at the Virtudis, shot fake, ball fake, and instead stays down to or force the turnover. Speaking of turnovers, Mililani gets one here, a four on one breakaway layup is up and good. Cedric Brown converts, putting the Trojans ahead nine to eight. 
Impressive finish there from LaCedric Brown going up with the offhand against a hot on his tail. Twain Wilson finishes it. Faking the three is Matias Ioane. Passes it back to Kobe Wyatt. Back to Ioane driving the lane. Spin move. Passes it back to Twain Wilson. His three is up and good. And he is dialed in, putting Lilihua ahead, 11 to 9. Excellent relocation from Twain Wilson there after Ioane goes into the post, goes from the upper right wing, or upper left wing down into the left corner, drills it to put Lilihua back out in front. Lilihua playing a man defense, so far frustrating the Trojans. Virtudis has it, now driving the lane up and under. Eurostep now passes it off, and good thing he did because Brown converts on the layup, tying the game at 11. Just about a minute 15 left to go in the opening quarter. Up top with it is Twain Wilson. Over to Ioane, fakes the three again into the corner. Driving baseline is Kobe Wyatt. He dishes it off. The layup no good, though, by Tristan Stevens. It's going to be rebounded by Dorn, and then Dorn is fouled for the Trojans. But right there you see the impact of Dorn just being inside the paint. He doesn't get a piece of that ball, but he forces the Lelehua player to think twice about going up, and in turn he blows an easy layup down low. Joshua Simbre checking back in for Lelehua, as is Chasen Matsumoto checking in off the bench to relieve Twain Wilson. We'll see if Milani can take advantage of the top scorer for Lelehua being on the bench. Also, something to note, that foul that was about 90 feet away from the basket goes against Iolane. It's his second foul here of the opening quarter. He now to the bench. So 50 seconds left in the first quarter, and a foul will be called on Lelihua. Moving right through the screen was the recently checked back in Simbre. So the Trojans and the Mules tied at 11. You can hear the crowd getting riled up to our left. 50 seconds left to go in the first. On the line tonight, the OIA Boys D1 Basketball Championship. Earlier tonight, Na'ali'i of IA fell to Kaimuki, 63-58. And I framed it that way because IA was actually up by 20, up by 18, in fact, at halftime. And Kaimuki stormed all the way back. He actually took an eight-point lead and then held on for that D2 victory. Speaking of victory, Dorn poised to lead Mililani to one tonight. If he can keep this up, catches another alley-oop pass, puts in the layup, and puts the Trojans ahead, 13-11. Dorn just plays at another level, another altitude than anyone else in this game right now. And skying above the competition, Tristan Stevens, but his jumper in the lane, no good. Mililani's going to slow it down, holding for the last shot of this first quarter. Coach Garrett Gabriel has some hand-drawn play calls on his sheets in front of him going old school as he shows his team what to do. Dorn passes off, but before that, he's going to be called for the offensive charge, and I think a good call by referee Gabe Harris there as Dorn essentially plowed through the defender who was in position. Excellent job right there by Lelehua's Muti to give up his body, beat him to the spot, forces the offensive foul, and creates an extra possession for the Mules. Seven seconds in county left in the first. We'll see if Lelehua can get a shot off. Dribbling too much, I think. Finally passing off to Simbre. His three is no good. And Mililani with a 13-11 lead 
at the end of the first quarter. We have an exciting one here from McKinley. We'll be right back with more. This is OA Boys Basketball, the D1 Championship on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yeah, you sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Back here live, 15 to 13, coming out of the first quarter break. Lilihua with it, trying to answer. Iowani block. That's another Trojans block. The block party continues. Pine with it. Back the other way from Lilihua. Up and under Roman Gabriel with the deuce. 17-13. Trojans ahead of Lilihua. That's what happens with Mililani. They just can get out and get going so quickly. Such an athletic team and so pesky on defense. Loose ball collected by Lilihua, but out of bounds. It'll go Mililani's way. And right here for Lilihua, Paul, it's the dangers on the all-important point in the game where the Trojans can really break things open. I know it's early, but it's, it'll be up to Lilihua here to try to put a stop to the surging Milani offense. Uh, but it might be early, but it's not too early to be the danger zone. I mentioned it earlier in this broadcast. Mililani absolutely blitzed Nanakuli out of the gates last night, went up 13-3 in that opening quarter, and then it even just continued a wire-to-wire -wire victory for Mililani. So once they get up, they know how to keep the lead. Lelehua needs to start scoring once again. So the Trojans with a four-point lead over the Mules. Up top is Pine, around the horn to Gabriel. Gabriel running through the lane, his left-handed floater no good. Back the other way quickly goes Lelihua. Kobe Wyatt with it up top, guarded by Virtudes. Nice crossover dribble, finds the lane, kicks it out into the corner. Now driving is Jason Matsumoto, out to Iowane up top. Nice hesitation dribble by Lelihua. Good job on the zone. Basically a zone in one being employed by Milani and then the flyby as Pine drove right, pardon me, soared right over Tyree Wilson, but his shot was no good. Milani ball back the other way. Entry pass to Pine and a nice no look over the shoulder to Gabriel. His shot no good though, guarded by Ioane and Coach Gabriel, Coach Garrett Gabriel, not happy with the referees there. Excellent job by Ioane just to go straight up though, especially considering he's already got two fouls. So Gabriel guarding Tristan Stevens for Lelihua. Nearly three minutes gone here in the second quarter. A slim 17-13 lead for Milani. Up and under move taken by Kobe. Kobe Wyatt misses the shot. Offensive rebound though for Lelihua. Second chance opportunity no good as Tristan Stevens' shot rims out. Gabriel back the other way. Spin move. Left-handed layup is good. A six-point lead for the Trojans. Roman Gabriel is impressive with the left hand. Every time he wants to get to that strong left hand, seems like he's been able to here tonight, and each time resulting in a bucket. 4.45 to go before halftime. We'll see if the Mules can answer. Up top with it is Ioane. As a steal, not only is received by Milani, but then a foul by Lilihua will be Trojan's ball. And we mentioned earlier the momentum, Paul, seems to be really shifting in the Trojans' favor. 
It really is, and the Trojans not looking like they want to stop anytime soon. And uh, good news here for Lillehua fans to see Twain Wilson re-enter the game. He left there late in the first quarter, just trying to get and buy any type of rest for your star player. And, and now, all of a sudden, down six. So back the other way, Keone Hyun Reyes for Mililani. Just checked into the game. Throws it into Pine. Pine up top. Now a nice hesitation. Left, right. Kicks it out to the open teammate. That's Jacob Loyola. Cross the way to Gabriel. And his skip pass is nearly stolen away. Here's Dorn back into the game. Soars through the lane. Shot no good. Second chance opportunity picked up by Dorn. But then squirts away back to Lilihua. Halfway through this second quarter. Still a six-point lead for the Trojans. Up top is Ui Muti. Muti looking to hand it off. Quinn Wilson calling for it and finally gets it. Quinn Wilson, the crossover dribble off his knee. Oh, it'll stay with Lelehua, but that play fired up Mililani as we have a timeout on the court. Trojans leading the Mules 19-13 with the OIA Boys Championship in the balance. Right here, your exclusive home for OIA Sports. It's the OIA Sports Radio Network. DSE Hawaii, a proud supporter of OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, is a locally owned and operated union electrical contracting company. Established in 1988, DSE Hawaii provides services to general contractors, building owners, property management companies, architects, and engineers. Their commitment to the electrical industry is focused on quality, efficiency, and most importantly, customer service and satisfaction. DSE Hawaii, providing quality work in a most efficient manner. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at McKinley High School, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with another, I venture to say, instant classic. We had a great one in the D2 matchup tonight as Naali of AFL to Kaimuki. And here, Mililani with a slim six-point advantage over Lelihua and Paul I think we have to give credit even though Mililani is ahead by six it could be a lot worse but for the defense of Lelihua getting back they've made a lot of mistakes on offense but to their credit they hustle back coach Chad Townsend has them trending in the right direction. I'm glad you bring that up because how many times do we see, especially with young athletes, after something goes wrong, I mean, Lilihua has had opportunities close to the cup and close to the rim there that just haven't gone down even when Tim Dorn isn't swatting shots away. And instead of putting their head down, you're right, they're sprinting back on defense, Not no frustration fouls going straight up. Uh, Ioane doing an excellent job when he had two fouls not to pick up a third. They, they put themselves in position to continue to fight back here, down just six with less than four minutes left to play here in the first half. Kobe Wyatt dribbling, running the point for Lilihua, down by six, 3.30 left to go in the second quarter. Wyatt, the pump fake, looks for an opening, but it's going to be a shot clock violation, but it'll result actually in a steal. Nilani ball, they don't want the referees that is slow down the momentum. So Trojans have it up by six, three and change here in the second quarter. Pine to Gabriel in the corner. His three is off the front iron. That would have sent the Lilani faithful jumping out of their seats, but fortunately for Lelihua, they withstand another kind of haymaker punch as they look for a counterattack. And a smart play there by Kobe Wyatt, just letting the ball bounce out of bounds once again. 
Reset, Wyatt, the only player for Lelehua to not get a break quite yet. Played all eight minutes in that first quarter, hasn't gotten a sub quite yet in the second either. So Wyatt over to Twain Wilson. Wyatt back now, another two-man game here as Twain Wilson takes a 15-footer. No good, rebounded by the Trojans. Picked up by David Joseph. Back the other way goes the mostly reserve-led Milani squad as they get their start of some rest. Keone Hilng Reyes with it, the senior. Over to Aaron Matsuda. Now into the corner to Davin Joseph. Up and under, nice move by Pine. That one rolls around and good. And the biggest lead of this game expands for the Trojans. They're now up 21-13. And I was going to say to that point, Lalvai Pine had been quiet thus far. And uh, a good job there on the putback to get his first points of the game and make it the largest lead so far in the first half. Just about two minutes left before halftime. We'll see if Lillehua can answer. In the corner was Simbri. Now he drives baseline, passes it off. No good by Muti on the shot. And But to his credit, he picks up his own rebound and then draws the foul. Muti is an X-factor in this game for Lillehua. You want to talk about someone who brings size for the mules down low at six foot six and a, a really sturdy six foot six at that. The junior can bang down low and really impose his will. It's going to be important for him to finish though. He had just two points in the first matchup between these two teams. He averages seven in league play so going to need a little bit more than that here tonight. 156 and winding before the end of the second quarter. A nice attempt by Twain Wilson however no good as it misses everything including the backboard. And back the other way goes Virtudes with it. Kicks it over to Loyola. Pardon me, that was Joseph. Now back to Virtudes. Virtudes pulls it out into the corner for Matsuda. Matsuda between the leg dribble. Now down low to Dorn. Dorn back in the game. Running baseline. Oh! He went for the dunk but got undercut. And now he's holding his left arm. It looks like he landed right on his elbow. Oh, and that was all his weight going on his elbow as he got undercut by the Lelihua player. You never want to see that. And uh, his teammates around him trying to help him up already. And uh, obviously the athletic training staff going out to try and take a peek at him as he's now up on his feet. A really hard fall for the forward. Tried to go up, and it looked like he was going to keep going up and try and dunk it. Instead comes down hard and earns himself a trip to the line. Yeah, and the good news for Milani is that they'll get some time to kind of strategize here as Doran tries to shake off that pain. The bad news is, as referee Dan Cota talks to Garrett Gabriel, I think because time was stopped for the injury, Doran has to come out of the game. But then I'm going to put it, put my positive Paul hat back on. Gabriel can now sub in for Dorn and attempt these free throws. So you now get a better shooter on the line. And unlike the NBA, where when that happens, you basically have to stay out for the game. At the high school level, that's not the case. So essentially, Mililani gets a better free throw shooter. Dorn gets to take a break, and then he can come back into the game. It's an excellent job by you explaining that out because that is the NBA rule. Once you leave, if you don't take those free throws, you cannot return. Like you said, not the case for high school. And here, uh, to even build off your point, Dorn just a 58.6% free throw shooter. Gabriel shooting 66% at the charity stripe this season. So certainly a significant improvement. So Gabriel takes his first. Nice backspin on his shot there as he makes that one. 
Our very own Kuule Ogbayani will be happy with that as <laughs> she stresses free throws. Coach Kuu will call her. And that shot puts Milani up 22-13. to 13. Gabriel, one more free throw coming, trying to make it a double-digit lead. Dribbles twice, spins the ball twice, dribbles now three more times, puts it up, and that one is no good off the front iron. Rebounded by Lilihua. Did his best Dorn impression there, shooting 50% from the line. So Lilihua down by nine, a minute 15 left before halftime. Up top is Wyatt dribbling, now passes it off to Ioane. And now the shot taken up top and good by Twain Wilson as he pops that three-pointer in, cutting the deficit down to now six, 22 to 16, one minute before halftime. Wilson into double digits now to lead all scorers with 10 points. Ooh, and the Milani pass skips out of bounds. Fortunately for the Trojans, it'll stay with Milani. Speaking of fortunately for the Trojans, Timothy Dorn returning for Mililani here replaces Joseph as he looks to be uh, in a little bit better spirits after taking that hard tumble. Yeah, luckily his elbow's okay at least for now as Gabriel jacks the jumper, no good. Rebounded by Pine, then it slips away. Lilihua has it, 45 seconds to go. That brief sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Dorn, as we mentioned, back in the game, playing defense as Lilihua takes a three, no good, off the hand of Stevens. And it'll be Trojan's ball. They're going to hold for the final shot. And before we do that, though, before they do that, good job by referee Dan Cota spotting a big wet patch on the court, and he's going to take care of mopping that up. Unlike the college game, they don't really have designated court wipers, so sometimes the players and referees have to take the perspiration situations into their own hands. Uh, we mentioned before the veteran leadership of this referee crew. A nice job right there upholding safety. And like you mentioned, not exactly uh, like the college level. So the ref job entails a little bit more when you're here at McKinley High School. Yeah, combined 41 years of experience between these three referees. And according to my math, this is the 18th championship game in the OIA referee combined by these three. So definitely a veteran crew as we're back to live action. 25 seconds before halftime. Mililani holding on to the ball. Up by six, 22 to 16. A little bit of a weave play being run as the ball handlers for Mililani try to find some space and take time off the clock. Gratutis drives, baseline takes a jumper, no good off the back iron. Lelihua has six more seconds to try to answer. Kobe Wyatt dribbling to the left corner. Throws it away though, stolen by Virtudis. Takes a long shot, it's blocked by Wyatt. And that's going to be the end of the first half. Mililani in a bit of a rock fight, leading Lelihua 22-16. to We'll be back with halftime stats and analysis. You're listening to OIA Basketball exclusively here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you. It's halftime. Mililani leading Lelehua 22-16 at intermission of the OIA D1 Boys Basketball Championship game. And this halftime report is brought to you by DSE Hawaii, bringing quality, efficiency, and most importantly, customer service and satisfaction to the electrical industry for over 35 years. And Paul, it's been an exciting first half, a defensive-minded, like I like to call it a rock fight type of first half. And looking at our top scorers so far, 
for Mililani. We have to give our early most outstanding player watch award to Timothy Dorn. 7.6 rebounds and three blocks. And for Lelehua, 10 points, 10 of 16 of his team points collected by Twain Wilson. Yeah, the, the two stars of the show through that first half, Timothy Dorn doing it all for the Trojans. You mentioned seven points, six rebounds, and those four blocks. And it feels like he has even more than four blocks for Mililani because of the amount of shots he is impacting inside the paint. We saw Twain Wilson have an uncharacteristic air ball on a layup, just kind of tossed it up a little bit wildly because Dorn is in the vicinity. And, and that's not a normal thing for the senior from Lelehua. And then you mentioned Twain Wilson, who I just said, he does still have 10 points to lead the mules and if you are Lelehua you're looking at it right now and you're asking anyone else to step up and help with the scoring load especially because your defense has been so good through one half of play 22 points against a high scoring Mililani team a team in Mililani who can put up points quickly you have to be pretty impressed by that you're just disappointed with missing some easy ones on the offensive end and when we come back we'll have more stats and analysis getting you ready for second half action Mililani 22, Lelihua 16, the OI Boys D1 Basketball Championship on the line. Stay tuned. You're listening to OI Sports, OI Basketball in particular, exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. Welcome back to McKinley High School on Valentine's night. It's a happy hump day for the Kamuki Bulldogs. They defeated Aiea 63-58 to get the D2 crown. And on the line in this one is the D1 championship. Mililani with a 22-16 lead over Lelihua. And Paul, looking at the stat sheet really quickly, one of the discrepancies comes in the paint as Mililani has scored as many points in the paint, 16, as Lelihua has scored all night. And as far as shooting goes, Mililani shooting a hot 52.6%. Lilihua, conversely, half of that, 26.9%. And I want to kind of sit on that Lilihua shooting percentage just a little bit because if you take out the non-Twain Wilson shots, they're just 3 of 18 from the field. Anybody else has to step up for the Mules in this second half. And then for Mililani, you would like to see a little bit more on the offensive glass, though. At the same time, you're up six, so you're kind of in a good spot. And coming back, we'll see who steps up for Lelihua and who remains hot for the Trojans. Right around the corner, second half action. You're listening to the Hawaii Boys Basketball D1 Championship game right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to live action following the halftime break and quickly another defensive stand by Lelihua trailing Mililani 22-16 in this OIA D1 championship game on the boys' side. And as the players kind of unwind themselves, looks like one of the Lelihua mules got hit in the nose as he shakes out the cobwebs. That's Joshua Simbre diving for the ball, took one right in the bridge of the nose. That never feels good. No, it does not, but an excellent job by Simbre and Lelehua getting on the ground right there, unfortunately for the Mules, called for the kickball violation, so it will remain with Mililani. And Simbre goes to the bench. The training staff will take a look at his nose right there. Hopefully he's okay. That sports injury report brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Mililani doing a lot of fancy dribbling led by Ezekiel Vertudes. Passes it over to Gabriel, takes a three. That ball dances 
on top of the backboard, but no good because it hit the support. And what a shot that would have been. It actually went in after dancing, taking a, a Valentine's Day dance around the rim and backboard. A very friendly bounce, unfortunately, like you mentioned, touching the supporting structure above the basket. So out of bounds. So Lilyhool ball, they've been reliant on Twain Wilson all night. And finally, Lilyhool gets somebody else to help out there. That Tristan was Kristen Stevens. Stevens dropping in a bucket and then a steal and score. So quickly the deficit went from six to two in about a half a second there for Lelehua. Quickly back the other way, Mililani untouched is LeCedric Brown for two, putting the Trojans up 24-20. Just like that, quickly again this game has a pace. Back-to-back -back buckets for Lelehua makes it a two-point game and an excellent job by Mililani to not let the Mules' defense set up back on the other end to go back up four. Tristan Stevens, the role player, didn't start to start this game, but is starting here in the second half. Kicks it out to Iowane, driving the lane. Took about four steps, no call. Gets his rebound, misses that one. And now four players go for it. Oh, and Dorn is shoved. I think that was Iowane who got a little upset there and gave Dorn a big shove. <laughs> As you hear the crowd to our left telling the referees, uh, I'm going to kind of paraphrase it for our radio audience this isn't football so maybe call it a little closer as far as the physicality goes it is a good joke too because Ioane one of the best football players in the state of Hawaii as well so Lilihua keeps it back to live action 6.20 left in the third Mules trailing 24.20 Ioane takes a three can he knock it in no rebounded by Dorn skying up for the loose ball. And Iwane looked a little bit uncomfortable out there, not like he wanted to take that shot originally, and Mililani has allowed him to take it all night. That reminded me real quick, Paul, of when the Phoenix Suns dared Draymond Green <laughs> to shoot a three and basically turn their back, knowing the big man couldn't make it. But speaking of big men, Dorn has shown up. He makes another layup, drops in a deuce for Mililani, 26-20. Now the Trojans lead. Beautiful pass there by Virtudis to float it on over the fronting defense of Lelehua. Drops it right in the breadbasket of Dorn for two. And we're going to have a foul called against Mililani. That's a nice job there by Kobe White of drawing the contact. That's going to go against Ezekiel Virtudes. That'll be his first foul. Actually, are they going to call that on Dorn? Okay, there they switched it back. It is Virtudes. Scoreboard a little slow tonight, but that's all right. Back the other way following the steal. Milani breakaway. Here's Dorn. The dunk. Dunk you very much, says Dorn with the right-handed dunkaroo. 28-20. Trojans up. Great job there by Dorn going up strong. The right-handed jam, and it's an eight-point lead for the Trojans all of a sudden. So five minutes and change here in the third. Another danger zone opportunity as Milani's defense has been stellar. Another block, another rebound for the Trojans. Back the other way goes Virtudes down low. Pump fake by Pini. Up and under, no good. Rebound, tipped away, now pinballed around. Lelihua has it. Clean Wilson back the other way. Up with the right hand, his layup is good. Should have been a foul, not called though. As up by six now is Milani. Cherry picking is Gabriel the other way. His shot is blocked. He picks it up, puts it back in. Back up by eight, seesaws Mililani. Excellent second effort by Gabriel right there to put back the layup after missing the initial one. But I want to talk about a little bit that finish from Wilson on the other end going right at Timothy Dorn. 
Big screen created by Lelehua and Twain Wilson takes advantage, makes the three, cuts the deficit down to five. Twain Wilson really starting to get it going. He's up to 17 points now, leading all scorers. Lelehua playing a solid man defense. Almost a, a box and one now that they turn to a zone and it creates confusion getting the errant shot by Pine. Back the other way goes Lilihua. Speaking of cherry picking, camping under the basket was Tyree Wilson. He gets the pass, puts it up, cuts the deficit to just three, 30 to 27. And that's a great job by Kobe Wyatt, the point guard for Lilihua, keeping his eyes up, pitching it ahead to a streaking Wilson, puts it in just like that, a one possession game for the Mules. Pine to Dorn for three. That one off the back iron, no good. Rebounded though by LeCedric Brown. What can Brown do for you? He rebounds, he passes, he dishes it to Pine, puts in another deuce. 32-27 now, Midlilani edges back ahead. And Cedric Brown is the X factor for the Trojans, does so much of the dirty work, hustling to create an extra opportunity right there and an unselfish feed, finds Pine to try and get his big man going here in the second half. Tyree Wilson baseline shot, no good. Rebounded though by Iwane, up and under on the pump pick, no good. Rebounded by Iwane again, stripped away. His shot, no good, but picked up again. This one by Twain Wilson. Back another two, they go down by three. Another slim Mililani advantage. Wilson now at his season's average in league play, 19 points through tonight. That's about what he averages per contest. Gabriel with it, a nice left-handed shot, bounces. Oh, Lilihua pulled on the net, but it wasn't seen by the referees. That's two free points taken away. And then the other way goes Twain Wilson for two. That's a four-point swing, and it cuts the lead to 32-31. Coach Gabriel wants time. A massive break there for Lelehua getting away with a goal 10, but a great job by Wilson back the other end, sprinting out another tough finish, and all of a sudden it's a one-point game here at McKinley High School. And we'll be right back with the conclusion to this one. It is an exciting one here. Stay tuned for more. This is the OA Boys Basketball D1 Championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by DSE Hawaii. We have ourselves quite a ball game here at McKinley High School. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht. The excitement is palpable here in this student council gymnasium. 32-31 is the Mililani lead. And Paul, going back to that last sequence, I think it's safe to say Lilihua was gifted there a couple of points as they weren't called for the goaltend on the defensive side, turned that rebound into two points on the offensive side, basically taking a five-point deficit to now down to just one. You put it perfectly, a four-point swing in the moment, but a great job by Lelehua continuing to play strong defense here in this third quarter. Nearly stolen away by the Mules. Milani keeps it. Into the corner, Gabriel takes a three, no good. It was partially blocked. Back the other way, Lelehua looking for, I believe, its first lead of the game. Driving baseline, now dishing. Oh, there's Dorn. Get that out of here, he says. Again, I'm paraphrasing for our radio <laughs> audience, but wow, he sent that ball volleyball and out of bounds. Dorn has been a thorn in the side of Lelehua all night tonight. Comes flying out of nowhere there. It's a fifth block of the evening. Twain Wilson fakes a three. Two minutes left to go in the third quarter. Stolen away by Gabriel on the pass. Up ahead to Virtudis. Virtudis fakes a three himself. 
Now kicks it over to Brown. Brown takes a three, no good. Back iron, rebounded by Lilihua. Quickly the other way. Here's Twain Wilson, up and under. Oh, he's going to be blocked, but not before the foul is called. That one's going to be called on Virtudes. Fortunately for Dorn, not picking up the foul there. He only has one personal. That could play a factor in this game. It absolutely could play a factor in this one. And Dorn actually got the block clean up top. It was the blocking foul down low on Virtudes there late and inside that little semicircle. So taking the free throws will be Tyree Wilson. He makes the first, and we are tied at 32. One minute 42 left in the third. Tyree Wilson tying it up for Lilehua here, and he's started to come on here in the third quarter as well. It's been the Wilson show for the Mules. Wilson makes that one. It is hey, Mr. Wilson indeed for Lilehua tonight as they have dominated the scoring for the Mules. The only two Mules in double figures. They have 29 of 33 points tonight for Lilehua. So now the Lilehua 33-32 lead. Dorn with it for Mililani, trying to set a, a handoff type of screen. Now rolls with it. Oh, nearly turned over. It is going to be on the double dribble by Jacob, pardon me, Davin Joseph, who couldn't handle it there. He's going to be subbed out as Pine replaces him. Pine is somebody who played that entire first half here in the third quarter. Coach Gabriel trying to give him just a little bit of break, and since he's gone out, all of a sudden, Lelehua running away with a... Uh, a quick run to go on up 33-32. And Joseph, you could tell, just not comfortable up top with the ball there. Yeah, and Coach Gabriel not happy to the point where Joseph tried to extend his hand for a high five. Gabriel just ignored him. And speaking of momentum shifting, Lelehua hits another three-point shot. 36-32 in favor of the Mules. This momentum has totally shifted in Lelehua's favor. Twain Wilson said, you will not ignore me tonight. He's up to 22. Shot missed by Milani, no good. That was off the hand of Brown, but recovered. And before the loose ball, it is going to be a foul called against Lelihua. So Milani will retain the ball. And that goes against Twain Wilson. It's his first of the night. And that's something that you're really happy about. If you are the Mules, you don't want that to change at all. He's really getting it going. I mentioned before, 22 of 36 points now for Lelehua. Oh, the entry pass is stolen. Lelehua on the run. Two and one. They have the numbers. Oh, a nice block by Virtudes. Getting two hands on the ball, preventing the layup, and at least preserving this four-point deficit. Excellent job there by Virtudis not to pick up his third foul and to strip that ball away. Allows the Mililani defense to now set up, match up once again. Baseline out of bounds for Lelehua. So big sequence here, potential two-for-one opportunity. Stepping back with it is Twain Wilson across the way to Kobe Wyatt. Wyatt dribbling, now crossing over, using the screen, but his pass is turned over, going to be stolen away. Virtudis has it. Oh, he almost traveled, not called, and Brown takes advantage, puts up the layup, and gets Mililani to within two, 36-34. But if you're Lelehua at this point, Virtudis has shown he doesn't want to shoot the ball. You knew he wanted to pass that off, back off of him, and force him to shoot. Big opportunity here for Lelehua to go up by two possessions. Twain Wilson has it, eight seconds and winding, dribbling, dribbling, almost stolen away. Oh, a foul will be called on Brown. He wasn't happy with that, and Coach Gabriel kind of shrugged his shoulders saying, 
Well, at least they're not in the, the penalty, so not now we just got to keep playing defense. That's just the first team foul against the Trojans here in the second half, so plenty to, to use. Or third, pardon me, you're correct. So the handoff on the weave action goes to Twain Wilson. Jacks a three and makes it. And he says, let's go Mules. They are up by five to end the third quarter. They have totally flipped the script against the Trojans. And with one quarter to go, we are set up for another exciting finish. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the OA Boys D1 Championship game right here on the Holy Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. KGU AM K236CR Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Welcome back to McKinley. We are getting ready for the fourth quarter. It's going to be a fun one, folks. Lilihua with a 39-34 lead over Mililani. And looking at our third quarter stats, thanks to statistician Tommy Siochida, it's the Wilson show for Lelehua. Twain Wilson with 25, Tyree Wilson with 10, accounting for 35 of Lelehua's 39 points. And on the flip side, Timothy Dorn, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 6 blocks. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we're looking at a Victor Wembanyama-esque potential triple-double effort by Dorn tonight. And I'm glad you bring up Victor Wembanyama because we do have Spurs fan Brian McKinnis in the house down there as well. But no, Dorn has been incredibly impressive all around tonight. But now, kind of like for Lelehua, they needed somebody other than Twain Wilson to step up. Now, for Mililani, they need somebody other than Timothy Dorn to get it going once again. So you're saying it's going to take a team effort just like the one Hawaii Pacific Health uses. They always take the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. Back to live action, starting the fourth quarter. Dorn drops it in to Pine. No good on the shot, though. Rebound picked up. Coach Gabriel slams his towel in frustration. Oh, the bank is open. A long jumper converted there by Chasen Matsumoto. As Lilihua is ahead now by eight. Pine the other way misses another layup. Rebound, oh, by Iwane. Tripped out of bounds, and Pine in frustration whacks the ground with two hands. And we're going to get a foul called, I believe, on... Twain Wilson for Lilehua. It's his second there. A late whistle as Pine now heads to the foul line. And it, I do believe it was the right call. A lot of contact down low. Just came so, so late. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about that from the referee there was because of the late call, you had a couple players kind of get banged into and potential injury could have happened as far as if you just shut the play down like you, you should. That wouldn't happen. But as it stands now, Mililani trails 42-34. Pine getting set 
for two free throws. And these are some big free throws for Mililani here, down 42-34. Everything going down for the Mules on the other end. A bank shot three on the last possession, and Pine hasn't been able to really get things going here tonight as he knocks in the first free throw. With that, cuts the deficit to seven points, 7.27 left in this ballgame. Pine averages 11.5 points a contest, just five tonight. Pine taking his time, now puts his second free throw up and good. And now a sub coming back in, that's Joshua Simbre, who had his nose checked out. Good to see him back in the game. He took a, a fist right between the eyes, and that always kind of shakes up the cobwebs there. So it's good to see him back in the, in the ballgame. Also happy to see Lilahua take their time with him, make sure he was fully all right, and now uh, an important piece to this Mules lineup back out there. Lilahua running the weave up top, Simbre with it in the corner, wearing a bright pink shade of shoe, easy to see. Same thing for Twain Wilson with bright green shoes, but Dorn says take your shoes and stuff it because I'm going to get another block. That's number seven for Dorn as Mililani continues its block party down by six. What else is there to say about the paint presence of Timothy Dorn tonight? Anything that Lilihua tries to put up, he has sent back. And we have a timeout called by Lilihua. We're going to keep it here and remind you that you can check out Scoring Live. Hawaii Sports Radio Network has partnered with Scoring Live, Hawaii's number one source for high school sports. You can visit scoringlive.com for live scores, stats, photos, league schedules, and so much more, including recaps of tonight's championship game. So be sure to check out scoringlive.com. Shout out to the folks over at Scoring Live who, kind of like the Spectrum folks, also help us be at the top of our game tonight. And uh, we want to be at the top of our game as well, kind of like these two teams, 42-36 Lelehua. Kind of like in that first game, we saw one team be down at half, come from behind, and really take control early in that fourth quarter. Can Lelehua finish this out for their first title in 36 years? And we'll see... And again, another danger zone, this one faced by Mililani, if Lilihua has drawn up something out of his timeout. Simbe trying to get it in. He gets it to Ioane. Ioane over to Twain Wilson. Takes a three. Oh, off the back iron, no good. Doran gets the rebound. Let's see if Mililani can capitalize. 6.45 left in this game. Bertudis with it. Down to Pine to a cutting Dorn. His layup is good. Dorn is absolutely unbelievable tonight. Up again, approaching that triple-double with points, rebounds, and blocked shots. Dorn just floating through the air right there and doing a nice job putting it off glass to put it on down. Now just a four-point deficit for the Trojans. Twain Wilson hounded up top. And speaking of hounded, oh, a nice defensive play there by Virtudes, almost causing a Kobe Wyatt turnover. However, the ball will stay with Lilihua. 16 left on the shot clock, 619 left to go in the ball game. Milani trailing by four. Ooh, a dangerous backcourt pass there by the Mules. But Kobe Wyatt controls it. Looking for the screen. Instead, kicks it back on the pass to Ioane. Now cutting Twain Wilson. Eurostep, his layup no good. Who's going to get the rebound? Still bouncing around. Twain Wilson gets his own. And for some reason, the shot clock didn't reset. Did that not hit the rim? Only the backboard? I thought it hit the front of the rim. It was a bit of a wild shot, and it appears that it didn't hit the rim. That being said, I think we're going to get something 
a and timeout on the floor. We're going to get another Lelihua timeout, and we're, again, keep it here. This is interesting strategy by Coach Chad Townsend, essentially using two timeouts in about 20 seconds of game action. Knowing that Milani is so good, Lelihua doesn't want them to get on one of those runs and finally put this game away. Hey, we talk a lot about how the Trojans can put up points in a hurry. We saw it at the start of uh, two nights ago in the semifinals. We start, saw it, pardon me, at the start of tonight's game. So a smart move by Coach Townsend to just slow things down a little bit, especially for a team who, unlike Mililani, hasn't necessarily been here in the last calendar year. So now trying to close things out, 6-0-1 left to play and a four-point lead for the Mules. We'll see what Lelihua draws up out of this break in the action. It'll be Mililani ball near the Lelihua bench. Trojans going from right to left. With the referees there, Gabe Harris wiping up some perspiration. And we're back to live action. Under six minutes left to go in this ball game. Virtudas with it up top, gets a screen from Pini. Now dashes through the lane. Skips it into the corner for Brown. Brown dribbling with his right hand. Fades off a screen by Pini. Now hands it off to Virtudes. Virtudes calling for motion to his right. Runs left to Gabriel. Gabriel looks inside for the outlet pass. Nothing going. Dorn up top. Takes a three. It's up. No good, but he's going to be fouled. And Dorn will shoot three, but Coach Gabriel not happy. Not with the foul, but the fact that Dorn is taking a three in that situation. Yeah, I, I'll say I thought Roman Gabriel had a wide open lane with the left hand to his strong hand all the way to the cup, and instead the, the Trojans do a nice job running the play all the way through. Dorn gets an attempt from the top of the key for three, and uh, uh, just another ill-advised foul for Lelihua. You remember Dorn knocked down a triple to start things off in this one, had an opportunity at a four-point play but couldn't capitalize. And Dorn, to his credit, has made two of his first three free throws on this opportunity. Cutting the deficit to 42-40 still in favor of Lelihua. I think Coach Gabriel, seeing that his big man made two free throws, is a little happier with the situation. Checking his strategy and his papers in front of him. And Dorn makes all three free throws. So how about the big man connecting in the clutch? Stepping up the sophomore in time. And it's going to need even more effort as the Trojans still trail by one. Queen Wilson down low. Kicks it away to... Ui Muti takes a jumper in the paint and makes it. Mui Muti, pardon me, doing work down low, putting Lelihua back up by three, 44-41. A good time for Muti's first points of the night and really gets that one to drop home, puts it back up to a three-point advantage for Lelihua. Five minutes left in this ball game. Another exciting matchup here on HSRN. Dorn, skies, his shot no good, thought he was fouled. Picked up by Gabriel, his shot is blocked by Muti. Back the other way, Lelihua has numbers. Twain Wilson into the corner. A long shot taken and made. It's a two-pointer ruled by the referees by Kristen Stevens, putting Lelihua up 46-41. Stevens has been a revelation in this second half. May not be scoring the basketball much, but is scoring the ball enough to kind of help buoy this Lelihua team. And Milani will now call a timeout as Coach Gabriel wants to talk things over down by five. And we're going to stretch this out to a media timeout. We're going to take a break and be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is another exciting matchup right here on the home of OIA Sports. You're listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Welcome back to McKinley High School. Paul Brecht joined by myself, Kyle Galdera, here on Valentine's Day evening. I hope you're having a great day and night with your Ohana and loved ones. Speaking of love, you're going to love this matchup if you're just tuning in. Mililani trying to get back in it, down by five. Lelihua storming back. They were down by eight earlier. They flipped the script and now lead Mililani 46-41 with about four and a half minutes left here in this ballgame. Lelehua just an excellent job all throughout this game, continuing to fight. and They set the tone to start things off in this second half, diving on the ground, tipping passes, getting out there, trying to continue that strong defense from the first half, and finally the offense has started to wake up uh, slightly behind an unbelievably unconscious night behind Twain Wilson, who, I mean, what is there left to say about the young man? Up to 25 points to lead all scorers and looking to close things out after a career-high 31 points on Monday. And this should be an exciting finish. We, again, saw it in that first game tonight. Aia falling to Kaimuki by five points after leading by 20. We'll see which team comes out on top in this seesaw affair. It's going to be Trojan's ball across the way from us. Bringing it in to Virtudes. 4.25 and winding now. Virtudes up top over to Gabriel. Gabriel down to Dorn. Almost stolen away, but the big man corrals it. Dorn looking for help over back to Virtudes it goes. Virtudes dribbling with the left hand through the paint. Looks for help to Gabriel. Layup good. No good. Then the offensive rebound followed by a layup no good. Bounces out of bounds in favor of Lelihua. And maybe it's something about this basket to our left here, Kyle, that in the first half, Lelehua struggled finishing close shots down low, and now the same fate facing the Trojans here in the fourth quarter. That time, a couple of good looks from point-blank range just not going down. And to your point, there are some window openings where the wrestling room is behind the basket on that side, so maybe a little bit of depth issues for shooters, but... We'll see if they can turn that around. Lelihua under four minutes now, but stolen away. Going the other way is Brown. He goes up. Oh, and he misses another layup. Too strong. Back goes Lelihua. Kobe Wyatt with it. Dishes to the corner. Three-pointer is faked, but then a foul is called. And that, Paul, was a golden opportunity for Milani to get back in this game. But instead, they now trail by five and... Lelihu keeps the ball. Yeah, once again, another point-blank shot missed. And that time, LeCedric Brown looks like he, or looked like he just heard the footsteps coming from behind. Twain Wilson had an incredible block to start things out in the first overtime in the win over Kailua on Monday. Right there was looking to do something similar, and Brown heard the footsteps. Yeah, Kobe Wyatt with it, 3.40 and winding left in this ballgame. Lelihu up by five. Lelihu taking some time off the clock here. Oh, an off-balance shot by Wyatt, an ill-advised shot. No good. Milani has numbers. Dishes it off to Gabriel and a foul. Nice job by Virtudes seeing his teammates streaking to the left. No basket, but two free throws coming for the Trojans. And right there, that all was created by Virtudes. He did an excellent job on defense, forcing Kobe Wyatt to put that shot up. Wyatt jumping in the air and had nowhere else to go other than put it on up. You box out, 
get the rebound and quickly back the other way. And all night, the point guard for Mililani has done an excellent job distributing. And now Roman Gabriel steps to the foul stripe, and it's a big opportunity for him and Mililani. He hasn't been able to really get it going in the way that he would like going into this quarter. He was just 4 of 13 from the field and hasn't gotten much better for him. So this is an opportunity to refine his rhythm, refine his touch at the charity stripe with the time stopped and cut into this Lelehua lead. So Gabriel at the charity stripe, taking a few dribbles, puts it up. That shot is good. 46-42, Lelehua leads, 3.22 left to go. Gabriel into double figures now as well, joining Dorn as the only two players for Mililani with 10-plus points. On the line tonight, the OI D1 Championship Hardware. Gabriel taking a few left-handed dribbles, spins the ball, dribbles again. Once, twice, now puts up the shot. Off the back iron, no good. Rebounded by Dorn. Puts up a layup and good. Essentially a three-point play for the Trojans. And they are right back in this game within now just two points. And Dorn continuing to impose his will inside the paint. Mentioned it in the pregame for Lelehua. Should they want to pull this one out, they have to be strong on the glass. Pertudes with a near steal there. It remains with Lelehua. 17, now 16, 15 on the shot clock. Under three minutes to play. Twain Wilson with it, driving right. Triple teamed, finds an opening. That's a cutting Stevens, his layup no good. Gabriel has it, looked to be fouled. Instead, it's stolen away. And finally, a foul is called. But will this go on Gabriel? It, it will. does. Wow, what a turn of events. That's a really tough break for Mililani there. Gabriel taking some contact down low as he rebounds and as he's fallen to the ground, loses the ball, trips up a Lilihua player and gets called for his third foul of the night. And just not what you want if you are head coach Gabriel of these Mililani Trojans. So Lilihua gets the ball up by two, 2.43 left to go in the game. And we'll see if the Mililani defense can step up again. They've had the bend but don't break mentality. They saw an eight-point lead disappear, and now they're down by two. Again, more perspiration being wiped up. It is a humid evening here in Honolulu. And bringing it in for Lilihua, following the delay is Stevens. Stevens finds his teammate Ioane. Ioane pump fakes, and he looks to be tied up but gets out of it. Wyatt with it now, dribbling up top. A full shot clock as Wyatt jacks a three, no good. Rebounded, skying for it is Brown. Brown has it over to Vertudes. Coach Gabriel calls a play. 2.25 left to go in the ball game. Vertudes brings it past the timeline. Vertudes looking for some kind of screen action. Gets it from Pine. Now into Dorn it goes. Dorn guarded by two defenders. He doesn't care. His shot is up and good. We are tied at 46. Sweet baby jumper for Dorn goes down. He's up to 20 points, and he's letting his team know that we're not going down without a fight. Lilani playing a 2-3 zone. Dorn pivots a bit, but doesn't let Wilson go by him. Oh, and a near steal again by Gabriel. Nice defense by Milani. Coach Gabriel wanted that steal. Twain Wilson has it, gets by Dorn. Pump fake, now kicks it out to Wyatt. 140 and winding. Oh, we have another timeout. I thought we might have an illegal screen there, but the timeout was called first by Lelehua. I like the timeout called by the Mules. Eight seconds still on the shot clock. Plenty of time to get a good look 
And I believe the timeout was called from below the free throw line. At least that's where the ball was, which means it would be baseline out. That's going to be important for the Mules to know here ahead of time. I would imagine that coach does. But it, it, down here, an excellent job by Mililani continuing to fight. Things not going their way on offense in this second half. And Timothy Dorn, what is there left to say about the sophomore? Just absolutely backpacking the Trojans here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, up to 20 points already. And I'm still waiting. To, I'm anticipating our final stats for the night because I think he has at least 10 rebounds. And he's got to have at least eight blocks, so he really is within reach of that elusive triple-double with the blocks included. He is really putting on an all-time effort tonight, trying to lead his team to the second OIA title in three seasons. Fell short last year, and obviously that one stung for all Mililani fans and players alike. And now an opportunity to kind of correct that wrong a year later, tied up with 139 left to play. And for Lelehua, they're looking for their first OIA crown since 1988. Just a few, maybe 36 years or so, but who's counting? Back to live action, 135 left in the ball game. Twain Wilson up top, guarded by two players. Now they screen and roll. The shot is taken before the buzzer sounds. It's rebounded by Milani. Ahead to Dorn. Out of bounds, though. Whose ball is it? It's Lillehua ball. And Dorn there tried to save it, must have gone off him last. It looked like a bang-bang play. A Lillehua defender was right there as well. Dorn obviously knows best, tried to save it, couldn't do it in time. And Virtudes got a little too excited there with the lead-ahead pass to Dorn out of his reach. Lillehua ball, we're tied at 46. And now we have a foul on Virtudes reaching in. That's the fourth team foul called against the Trojans in the next one. Pardon me, that it's the third. So each team has two more fouls to give before we get into the bonus. 115 to go. We're tied at 46. The OIA championship on the line. Queen Wilson has it up top. Puts up a jumper, no good. Dorn has it, and then he's banged in the back by Iowane. As the Milani crowd again reinforces, this isn't football. As Iowane <laughs> delivered a linebacker-like hit to the back. Iwane picking up his third foul of the night and an ill-advised shot for Twain Wilson. Tries to put it up over three Trojan defenders, including Timothy Dorn. And it obviously results in a miss and a good job rebounding by Mililani there. Keeps it 46-46 with just over 60 seconds left to play. And the strategy for Mililani, I would think here, is maybe go fast in case you miss it. That way you have another offensive possession due to the shot clock in play. So full court pressure employed here by Lilihua. Under a minute to go. Dorn has it in the backcourt. Passes it up ahead to Pine. Pine to Gabriel. Gabriel fake to three. Back up to Virtudis. Lilani taking its time. And the horns offense called as two big men will come up to set screens, trying to free up some room for the guards. Virtudis has it 45 seconds now. 14 on the shot clock and winding. Virtudes goes to the lane, puts it up, and good! Bounces off the back iron and in. Trojans up 48-46. Twain Wilson gets it over the timeline. Oh, almost stolen away, but tipped. Lelihuo has it in the corner. A fake three, now passed over to Ioane. And finally, Lelihuo calls for time with 22.7 seconds left in the game. All night, I have been talking about 
how Virtudis didn't want to shoot the basketball. All night I've been talking about how he's wanted to pass it off, and he's done an excellent job to fake out everybody. Right there, hits probably the biggest shot of the night. Gives Mililani the lead once again, 48-46, after trailing by five heading into this fourth quarter. And now Lelehua down to their last gasp, down two with 23 seconds to play. So, Paul, put your coaching hat on for us. Down by two, 22.7 seconds. Shot clock is off. So, essentially, you can hold and go for a three. You can get a quick two and play defense. What are you doing as Coach Paul at this point? Uh, this ball has to get into the hands of Twain Wilson. you got to give him as much room to work as possible. And, and with that said, you can't hold the ball out and for one final shot. you got to give yourself an opportunity to extend this out a little bit just in case you do miss. You mentioned before, both teams close enough to the bonus that a quick foul, try for a steal, and then maybe a couple of free throw misses, and you still have an opportunity. So I caught a glimpse of Coach Chad Townsend's erase board, and I'm going to put my prediction hat on and say they're going to try to get a screen to a wing three, probably closest to us, closest to the Lelujo bench. We'll see what happens here. It's crunch time, 22.7 seconds left. Mulani up, 48-46. Bringing it in is Kobe Wyatt. Finds Tristan Stevens up top. Back to Wyatt. 19 seconds and winding now. Up top to Uimuti. Muti looks for the handoff, gets it to Stevens. Stevens rolls around, here's Twain Wilson. Back into the corner, a two taken and made. And we are now going to get a timeout by Mililani. Oh, they're going to call that a three. I thought it was a two. I thought he was inside. The referees are going to talk about it. And this is going to be a big call here because a three-pointer gives Lelihua a one-point lead. A two-pointer ties the game. What a job by Lelihua staying calm right there at the very end. And a great job by Twain Wilson not forcing up a shot. He gives it up gives it off to Stevens and Tristan Stevens, the junior six foot four forward who has had an excellent second half here, helping out the scoring for the Mules, puts Lelehua ahead with 5.3 seconds left to play and with in grasp of their first OIA title in 36 years. So the referees talked about it, they're gonna leave it a three, so the score remains 49-48 Lelehua. They did add .5 seconds. So that took it from 4.8 to what you said, Paul, 5.3 left in the game. And I believe by Mililani calling a quick timeout, unless I have my rules changed up, they can advance the ball. Or is that only in college? I believe that is women's basketball and girls' basketball. Unless it was changed in boys' high school basketball, I believe they're going to have to go the length the of baseline. the floor right here. And correct, referee Dan Coda is on the baseline. So Mililani is essentially going to have to go to full court or get it up quickly and call another timeout and then draw up a new play. But 5.3 seconds, oh, <laughs> they'd call another timeout anyway. You can do that in high school basketball call back-to-back -back, and still one more timeout for each team so they could theoretically do what I said, bring it in, get it past half court, call timeout again, or even call one more before they run out. Lelehua here, very important for them to play good, clean defense and not foul. For Mililani, we've seen the Trojans score quickly 
we saw right off the tip where they throw up a lob to Timothy Dorn. I talked about it in the first half. Dorn plays at a different altitude than any other player here. You Literally. Have to, you have to <laughs> imagine that he's going to get a look here. And if he doesn't get a look, something around the basket so that Dorn at the very least has an opportunity to try and tap it back in at the buzzer. So we kind of called that last Lillehua possession right where they ended up getting the three they wanted off of the screen. I'm going to put my prognostication hat on again and say Milani's going to get it past the timeline, call timeout so they get it baseline, and then give a lob to Dorn, who can either lay it up, dunk it home, or get fouled and try to get the points at the free throw line. Most important thing for the Trojans, getting the ball in and not having a loose ball. There's not time to play around. You have to be so efficient with every single movement here with just 5.3 seconds left in regulation. So we are down to another instant classic finish here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Milani bringing it in. Bringing the ball in will be Davin Joseph. Joseph guarded by Tristan Stevens. Joseph looking for help. Passes it in. Here's Dorn with it. He's going to have the final shot. Two seconds. Takes the three. It's up. Oh, off the front iron. No good. The Mules have claimed their first OIA title in 36 years. Lelehua is marching out with the win tonight. What a comeback win over Mililani. A long time coming for Lelehua. How, what an impressive performance in the second half once again. Lelehua for the first time in 36 years. You can feel the excitement pulsing through McKinley High School's Student Council Gymnasium. And when we come back, we'll give you the final stats and analysis. What a game here tonight. Another instant classic for you. Wow. We're going to take our breaths and be right back. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball Championship game. Lelehua victorious right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yeah, you sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSC Hawaii. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht back here to wrap up another instant classic. Lilihua pulling out the 49-48 last second victory over Mililani coming on a big three-point shot off the hand of the Lilihua sharpshooter Tristan Stevens. And what an outstanding game all around. But before we get to Lilihua, we have to give a shout out to Mililani. Timothy Dorn, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 7 block shots, only 2 turnovers, and he made 3 of his 4 free throws. That sophomore is destined for a bright basketball future, Paul. Uh, destined for a bright future. He's already here. He has arrived. A superstar here on Oahu and has shown it all throughout the playoffs. Shows it tonight in a losing effort, but still a phenomenal effort 
by the sophomore. And I do want to give a shout out on the other side to Lilihua's Tristan Stevens, who ended up hitting the biggest shot of the night, the three-pointer to put the Mules ahead for good, 49-48, your final score as Lilihua wins its first title in 36 years. And now it's time to give out our Yayu player of the game. And of course, after a short deliberation, we picked Twain Wilson to get this much-deserved honor. 25 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. He kept Lilihua in the game and helped propel them to victory tonight. You mentioned it, Paul. First OIA title since 1988. A well-deserved championship for the Mules. And because of that effort, he, Twain Wilson is our Yayu player of the game. He's going to receive a pair of sunglasses from Yayu Hawaii. Yayu H&L is the newest brand for sports apparel and accessories. You can check them out on Instagram at Yayu H&L. That's Y-E-A-H, the letter U-H-N-L. Yayu, let's get it, and Lilehua got it done tonight. What a performance by the Mules. Two gutsy performances in two back-to-back -back games. Monday takes a double overtime game and does not show any type of fatigue here on Wednesday. Comes up with their first OIA title in 36 years, their second overall. And um, I just, there's nothing left to say about Twain Wilson, is there? Well, I think that's a great way to end it, but because we're both kind of stat geeks and basketball nerds, our last stat of the night that I'll leave you with, our listeners, bench points. Lelihua 12, Mililani 0. Mililani had the talent, but Lelihua played the complete team game, used their bench players, and that is how the title was won tonight. What an exciting doubleheader action in our earlier game. It was Kaimuki defeating Aiea 63-58, and just a few minutes ago, Lelihua victorious over Mililani 49 48. Before we head out, we have to give our much-deserved mahalos to our in-studio engineer and producer, Kuule Agbayani. You can catch her and Paul every weekday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. right here on HSRN for Wake Up in the Den. Big props to Michael Lascaro. He's our photographer. He was our color analyst for the first game, and he was our stat runner, of course, for this game as well. Speaking of stats, our official statistician, the best in the business, Thomas Yoshida. The entire crew helping us out here at McKinley High School, led by Athletic Director Bob Morikuni. And, of course, my partner in crime, Paul Breck. Awesome job by you, my friend. You get the last word. What a phenomenal day of basketball. Two back-to-back -back great games. The Division II game, an 18-point, 20-point comeback, I should say, for Kaimuki to come back and win that one. And then, obviously, a six-point halftime deficit, an eight-point deficit overall for Lelehua. And they come up with one of their biggest wins in nearly four decades. And just uh, enjoy it, Lelehua. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, the Mules and their fans are definitely soaking it in, and they have deserved it. Before we head out tonight, a quick wrap-up again. Kaimuki 63 over Aiea, 58 to get the D2 crown. And just minutes ago, Lelehua 49, Mililani 48 for the D1 boys basketball title. That's going to wrap us up here from McKinley High School. Mahalo for listening in and catching all this exciting action exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network for our entire hardworking crew. Thanks for listening. Take care. I'm Kyle Galdera. Aloha. 
You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network's special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSE Hawaii. Providing customer value. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentators Michael Lasquero and Paul Brecht. In-studio technical engineer and operations director, Kuole Ogbayani. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.